Hey everybody, welcome to this next episode of the Authentic Ummah podcast. I'm so excited to be on here with you guys. And as you could tell by the title, today's topic, today's uh, uh, subject is going to be my journey going to madrasa today's journey is going to be exciting i'm going to take you through this whole story about my past right how how i had to um go through so many obstacles on my journey towards finally reading the quran right so this all started uh back before i was a teenager right and so um back then i was just a regular guy who was uh, following my dad and my brother when it came to religious matters right um it will be the same story go go from school in the morning come back home eat lunch and then go for the madrasa which is the islamic school right and so um that would that was what would happen every day um and it would just be constantly right for the f- a few couple of years and then eventually i remember um I I would never question um you know my dad or my brother with regards to worship right going together for the friday prayers uh, and kind of, that was kind of the only thing we did in terms of worship and then obviously we'd go sometimes to a funeral prayer and um some other and sometimes we'd also go to these local com- uh, local events which were held in, by the local community and um obviously after doing my research i realized that that's actually it was not right what happened at these local communities because they involved in a lot of innovation and a lot of um kind of new things right which weren't prescribed by the prophet peace be upon him but um yeah so this this starts back in the day when i was just that um regular kid right who just follows what his parents do and what his brother does right as as normal and i wouldn't question them and um eventually it got to a point when i hated madrasa like i i would come back from school uh and then i would i would just hate going eventually because the atmosphere which i was in at madrasa it kind of changed in the beginning i used to absolutely love going to madrasa but then later on as as time went on i started not really liking the madrasa very much i don't know what it was but it was just this this internal feeling in me saying that ah uh, what i'm learning here uh, meeting all these molanas who that's what we used to call them all the teachers at the islamic school right meeting all of them and interacting with them on a daily basis right i just didn't like it because the whole atmosphere we were in it it was just not a good learning environment like um, most of the time you know you had to be good and their definition of good was being quiet and uh, not making a big fuss out of situations you know not uh, not causing a ruckus right not making big deals and not fighting with other students not arguing with the teachers with the molanas right so that was kind of um how the environment was in my later years at the madrasa at the islamic school and so um eventually got to a point when i just i gave up on the idea of going to madrasa and i remember those fine that final year i was in that was a terrible year i was in um and the the, the main molana the main teacher he was actually my neighbor right and i remember that uh, him and the sub teacher 
in the same class they would come to my house right my 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 my, my house my actual house and and um, they would you know eat together with us with our family and then um so th- and and watch cricket i remember they would watch um, on the television they would watch cricket uh, together so like on some on some uh, days um after madrasa then i recall the, the molana he would actually ask me that am i free tonight like uh and you know he would ask me that so that he he knew whether i could come uh whether he could come and you know watch some cricket together with my dad because my dad loves cricket right and so did they right and so um it was those later years when i really didn't like madrasa because the the format of madrasa was you go there you stand you si- sing this nashdeed right uh, some kind of chant right which is innovated like after coming to know but at the time i was like okay so every time you'd enter madrasa and you had to be there on time otherwise you get shouted at right by the molana and sometimes you get hit sometimes you get sent to the um i know other students did this uh, hap- other students this happened to them they would get sent to the headmaster and really uh, so you'd stand and then you'd you'd sing that song right and then after that you'd sit back down and then you'd have the lessons with the teacher you'd have quran reading you'd have tajweed you'd have all these other subjects practicals and um islamic studies etc but what i realized it was very just just repeating information to the kids without without asking them to understand or without trying to put the understanding in them and so that was kind of what uh, was happening that was the routine of every day and so um i remember it got to a bad point that was my final year and it was like i just don't want to go anymore and i remember my parents would force me and every time i'd come back from school uh in my later years i would hide my madrasa bag my bag which i'd take to the islamic school i'd hide it so that my, my you know it would be hidden and back then if you forgot like if you forgot your textbook or your this book or that book you'd get shouted at and you'd get hit right by the by the teacher so um if that was kind of the state i was i was put in right that was my whole view on islam uh, and and this place this madrasa this islamic so called islamic school and so that was kind of what i had that was my experience with it and um yeah i used to hide my dad from uh, for hide my bag from my parents and i would just keep that bag like in a storeroom right we had a storeroom and the storeroom was kind of down the hall and at the, and around the corner so i would go i'd go into that room i'd i'd hide my bag there and i even i hid myself so one of those days i actually hid myself like i i physically did not want my parents to know whether or not i had gone to madrasa or not so i would physically go hide under the table and i remember my mom would work, walk into the room and i would see her feet how i would see her legs from under the table and she'd be calling me right rafiq where are you uh stuff like that right and i was in the i would remain quiet i would stay under that desk and i would tell myself you got to keep quiet like don't because if you say anything she's going to know and she's going to send you to madrasa right as what she'd done before right uh, because the parents you know back then right 
if you didn't go to madrasa it was a huge deal okay it meant the it meant like you were a terrible child you didn't you didn't understand what islam was right it was such a bad state which i was in and it's the kind of the environment that was set up for me in at that time and so i would stay under the table and make sure not to move a muscle right not to say anything and wait for my mom to leave the room and after she left the room i could still hear her asking the maid right asking the driver who drop us to to the islamic school to the madrasa and i could hear her where is rafiq has he gone today she would ask the driver and then the driver would say no not yet and so then uh eventually after my mom left the room i i would stand up and the excuse i'd give oh it's too late they're going to hit me they're going to shout at me so then that's how my mom would say okay fine stay home but you know uh that was kind of how the state i was in uh, and that's how the how how things unfolded for me when it came to learning about islam right and that was kind of my introductory um first stages of learning about islam and my experience with going to the local madrasas and that's kind of one of the reasons why today i'm kind of against that uh because of the whole environment they gave i'm i'm against the idea of what they what environment they had put me through right that's something which i didn't like but with regards to learning and seeking knowledge that i'm totally for that but it depends on the way you're seeking that knowledge right so anyway that that's kind of uh, how my early beginnings were with regards to um my experience with madrasa right and and so very terrible and there was this one day i can remember so clearly when i just told i came home i told my mom i i don't want to go i don't want to go to madrasa today i i'm not feeling it. i just don't want to go and so i remember she she got angry that day and you know i remember she she would take a hockey stick right because if you didn't go to madrasa right and it was time for you to go and you were back from school and you you looked healthy right if you didn't go you'd get hit you'd get beaten right as when i say hit i mean really okay uh, not like bashed like like you're totally worn out not like that but you know you'd get hit like it would hurt okay the objective was to make you feel pain so that you'd go okay that was the objective and so i remember one day she took a hockey stick right my dad's hockey stick because my dad was a sportsman when he was younger right my dad's hockey stick this old one but still worked it was still made of wood and it was still in good shape right it's proper solid wood and she would take that and she would just beat you right until you left and i remember this one day she literally followed me to the car and she beat me up to the car and i remember i was bleeding through my lips right it was a terrible terrible state i was in um you know it it it's actually a sad story the way i've um, the way that has happened and so um yeah and, and and from there um i remember walking going into madrasa had blood on my on my thobe right on this uh, um uh on on the on the uniform for the madrasa and um i i can remember i had blood on my clothes my lip was fat right my lip had turned fat and i remember entering into the madrasa room remember my i i was crying obviously and that same right and after that um uh she, she had actually 
um, while I, while we were at the gate, while we were at the gate of the madrasa, I I really didn't want to leave the car to go to the classroom, and so I'd I'd wait in the car and I'd I'd try to tell the driver, okay, let's go back home, right? And and I remember that she he the driver was instructed by my mom to not leave the madrasa until I went to the classroom. And so I was, I was, you know, I was looking for a way out, basically. And I remember that he, he, the driver, he had called the guard of the madrasa compound to come and and drag me out of the car. I I remember this so vividly. It was it was one of the best experiences I had. Well, you know, one of the most alarming experiences, I'd say. And I remember the guard would would drag me out of the car. I, I would literally out of the back seat. He'd open the door, and then he'd drag my feet, and I'll be just crawling out like he's pulling my feet from the door, and he's just you know yanking me out of the car. And I'm there crying at this moment. I don't want to go, and I'm trying. I'm screaming, and you know, back at the madrasa, there was this um in the parking lot there were classrooms and they had glasses right um windows and you could and um i realized later that day that oh crap they're they have glasses there and they were probably hearing me right and that was so embarrassing i was the only one and this was happening late right this, this was happening 15 20 minutes after you're meant to already be in madrasa and so i remember being pulled out of the car and and you know just crying and then uh, as i'm walking to the classroom right after they dragged me out i fell on the floor i have to get up dust myself off and and you know uh, clean up my tears and um a really a sad situation um sad development really uh, that was the point in my life and i remember that the thoughts going through me um while i was walking to that classroom was like this is this is totally outrageous i got to find out what these guys are talking about and that is when kind of you know i that is i guess the first time i had this this spark in me to want to reply to these guys and that was uh, you know that was the first time i was like no this is not right why do you drag someone right if someone doesn't want to go like what forces you what makes you force them go right what is that belief which you have that makes you force a guy who who you know he doesn't agree with what you're teaching him and he doesn't want to go to that environment what makes you force him to go into that environment and that was that day when i was like i'm going to find this out one day and one day i'm going to i'm going to get this all figured out and um here i am a couple of years later and um my whole mission my whole activities now are kind of uh, to do with islam and that's the irony um you know um so um yeah that that was kind of my whole my whole journey my whole starting of my um my first experiences of uh, madrasa and islamic school and uh yeah it wasn't very it wasn't very uh, good at all it wasn't very positive at all so guys um with that being said um i'll end today's episode i know it's been a bit of an emotional episode as compared to normal but um it was that was kind of the whole journey i went on right my journey uh, on my first few experiences with madrasa and and um, the days i was kind of leaving 
madrasa and uh, next episode i'm going to talk about um how i got how i completed the desire which was to read the quran and to finish madrasa so stay tuned for tomorrow's episode where i'm going to be uh, going over um how i finished madrasa and what was the achievement which i which i got i'm going to be so excited for tomorrow's podcast and i'll wait for you guys then assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh